What is the matter with Thomas? Throughout John's gospel, he's always the one who is asking questions, and the Lord repeatedly has to clarify what he just said. We even historically call him Doubting Thomas. Well, that may be a literary device that the author of John's gospel uses to explain more of Jesus' life and ministry, but it does get to an important truth. Thomas doubted at the resurrection of Jesus and the appearance of the Lord because he wasn't with the other disciples. They had seen the Lord together. They could strengthen one another by their testimony, but Thomas stood apart. He stood alone. And in that aloneness, doubt arose. And so with the testimony of the others, we have seen the Lord. The first response of Thomas was to say, I will not believe it. Today, there are many who are apart from the community because of the circumstances surrounding us. And in that aloneness, without the voices of other believers surrounding us, encouraging us, strengthening and supporting us, it's possible that the enemy could sneak in the back door and doubts regarding faith, the goodness of God, the divine mercy might arise. Jesus entered into the doubt of Thomas when he next appeared and Thomas was there. In the beautiful painting by Caravaggio of this moment, Jesus is seen gently taking the hand of Thomas and guiding it into the wound in his side. The incredulity of Thomas is evident in that painting as he stands agape his mouth wide open in disbelief and wonder. In the moment before he cries out, my Lord and my God. If there is any doubt or anxiety that enters into your soul in this time when you are separate from the community, apart from the family of God, feeling a bit alone and isolated, Let the Lord Jesus enter into that doubt and guide you more deeply into his own wounds. Wounds of suffering, but wounds of healing. So that with Thomas, doubt may turn to incredulity and incredulity to faith as we all cry out together, my Lord and my God.